And do you know what emotion actually stands for? So E-motion actually... Hey girls, welcome to the Approach the Coach podcast. My name's Natalie Bonner and I'm the deep and meaningful conversation-loving host and life coach, here to provide some life advice and personal stories with a side of tough love to encourage you to be the best version of yourself. I'm here for you on the weekly as I believe anybody can change their life if they really wish to. I have and I know you can, so please stick around if you're looking for some inspiration and ideas to improve your mindset, behaviours, relationships and just life in general. Right, let's get started. Welcome back ladies and this episode is episode number five and this is all about self-regulation. That is emotional regulation, being able to regulate your emotions. So what is emotional regulation? Emotional regulation is all about your emotions and you learning how to regulate those emotions so that you can manage difficult emotions in a healthy way when they arise. It's being able to understand and manage your behavior when an emotion comes up, right? So like, it's okay for us to feel emotions. It's what makes us human. We just want to be able to manage our emotions, especially when they feel difficult. You want to be able to behave in healthy ways that serve you and your nearest and dearest around you, okay? I'll go straight in with an example. I was on FaceTime to my dad the other day and he was like, oh, your little sister is becoming a nightmare, but she's not as bad as you were. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> but no, I totally, I totally get that. Like, And the first thought that came to my mind was when I was early 20s, um, I remember one day I just lost my shit. I just started screaming at my dad. I was like, slammed the doors. Like, I screamed in his face as well. And like, he actually, to the point where he actually got quite scared. <laughs> Obviously, he was, he's never terrified of me. But like, I guess when your daughter is early 20s and she's really losing her temper, like anyone losing their temper is scary, right? You know, that's the perfect example of a human being feeling an emotion and not actually being able to manage it. So in that moment, I wasn't able to manage my emotions. I had obviously, like a volcano, you don't see what's underneath, right? Until it starts bubbling and bubbling and bubbling and one day you just pop and that's exactly what happened to me. I'd obviously had frustration within me that I wasn't voicing, I wasn't talking to anyone about I was just holding it in and then boom, this massive release just came out and I took it out as we do on the people that we're closest to. So, you know, you want to be able to get to the point where you don't do that and you don't behave in ways that are hurtful and just unhelpful for you or anyone else. So isn't it funny that we we seem to love our emotions when we feel good, you know, when we feel happy and buzzing, we, we just, we love it, we want more of that, right? But yeah, when we have emotions that don't make us feel so good, you know, whether it's anger or sadness or frustration or whatever, we, we tend to try and stuff it down or we, ch- we tend to try and do things to avoid those feelings or do things to escape those those emotions. I actually have created a name for like my favourite emotion and it's called burst (laughs) and basically it's when I'm like at my absolute happiest and that tends to happen when I'm just say I'm on holiday with the girls and it's like the first day we've just in the car listened to tunes like we're away to go for a hike or the beach or are we going out getting ready to go out 
to a bar and a restaurant at night, like somewhere new. I just love that, that vibe, that feeling, that holiday feeling when the, the sun is on your skin, you're with your best mates. Oh, and that is like, ah, burst. <laughs> so sometimes if I'm like out with them, I'll just like shout it like, ah, burst, because it is the best feeling for me. The thing is, emotions aren't good or bad, right? As much as we deem t- we we seem to label emotions as good or bad, like oh, happiness is good and sadness is bad, that is not correct. Emotions are just emotions. And do you know what emotion actually stands for? So, emotion actually means energy in motion. So, what we want to do is we want to let the emotions come up. We want to feel them. And just let them flow through. Just let them pass by. You know, like a friend visiting you for the day. That's all an emotion is. They're signals to let us know what makes us happy or sad or angry. And if you truly want to be happy, you must start listening to your emotions as opposed to avoiding them and stuffing them away and just letting them sit there without processing them. You want to actually lead into them a little bit. That's why it's great working with a coach because if you work with me, then I can actually help you process some emotions from past experiences and help you release trauma from the body because I create a safe environment for us to work together. But on your own, you can definitely just step in a little bit closer and lean in towards those more difficult emotions. Cool, so where does self-regulation actually come from? Well, like most things, it does come from childhood. Because you're taught how to or how not to regulate your emotions from whoever was raising you or who you were around, your caregivers, could have been your parents, your grandparents, teachers, coaches, whomever. And in order for you to be able to express your emotions in a healthy way, and that is self-regulation, you would have been feeling safe and you would have had some form of an emotional connection with a caregiver. So let's use an example. Okay, so let's say you're seven years old. Little you is seven years old. You come home from school and someone said something really horrible to you at school so when you get home you just burst out crying in order for you to have learned how to self-regulate in that moment your caregiver would have created a safe space for you to express your emotions they would have allowed you to voice what happened they'd validate your feelings and they'd help you understand the emotion that's come up such as sadness and once you calm down then that and that emotion has dissipated then they would comfort you, okay? But like a lot of us, maybe we've experienced over time, if it's not from our caregivers, maybe from friends, especially as adults, this is still ha- happens all the time now, is that people would maybe say, oh, like, man up, you know, like, oh, stop crying. Or or even if they're in a nice way, they're like, oh, don't cry, don't cry. Like, even those words can prevent you from actually feeling safe and to cry, Sometimes caregivers were maybe just shut down. They maybe weren't emotionally available. So when you were upset, they weren't even able to provide that support. As a child, it's really important for us to have that support and that safe space to express. And it, and if you didn't have that, then it would be a struggle. And like I said, as adults, we tend to have this culture where it's like we don't express our emotions. Very lucky that more and more people are becoming more awake and more conscious now when we are, like it's hot to express your emotions. I think it's fucking sexy to express your emotions. I cry and think it's great. <laughs> so it's like we just have to all start looking out for each other and creating that space so that we can share 
our deepest, darkest thoughts if we want to, you know, to prevent an outburst. And side note, the intensity of an emotion passes after 90 seconds. And I know that's really hard to believe because sometimes we think about things for like half a day. But honestly, 90 seconds. So if you can lean into it a little bit, then that will encourage the process of the intensity to come up. And then after 90 seconds, it will just dissipate. So go try that out. So once an emotion has passed, I want you to get curious about it. No judgment, just get curious. You can ask yourself if the emotion was anger. And if so, what was causing that anger? Are there any emotions underneath the anger? So like the example I used with myself in my early 20s, just absolute sheer rage, it was sadness underneath. Like I was so frustrated and when I've looked back now, I can see that it was anger was the outburst. Underneath that was frustration and underneath that was deep sadness. So I would just ask you to get really curious about what's under that. Another personal example of mine is I used to feel nervous a lot, like all of the time. I just thought it was normal. So is there anything that you're currently thinking is just like a normal emotion that you're feeling all the time? Maybe you always feel angry, like, or you feel irritated quite easily. Or maybe you feel really like worried and anxious all the time, like every day. Or maybe you just have this constant dull sadness. Like just because you're used to being a certain way, it doesn't make it normal. So for me, I would even be like nervous sitting around a table with my best mates. Like I could be with my best, best friends, but if there was a group of us and like someone was asking me a question and then I would envision everyone looking at me and I had this fear of being seen I would like sometimes quickly run to the bathroom just to like get away I would avoid that feeling which is never ever helpful it's like we want to just choose to sit there and but if you're feeling embarrassed just push through it a little bit just once and then try it again and just do your best to avoid escaping do your best to avoid avoiding (laughs) just do your best to sit with those emotions and this is what you want to start doing you want to start picking up on these patterns of what you're feeling and when actually okay I challenge you challenge alert pick one emotion that you're not really enjoying right now that you feel quite often and for the next week I want you to write down just write down in your notes on your phone or you can journal on it or whatever but just write down what's happened before it when it's come up So let's say, for example, you've been feeling really worried a lot recently. And when that worry gets to a point where you're like, whoa, or you may react or you've behaved in ways that aren't serving you, then I want you to write it down. Or even if you're just worried and you're just thinking it, just write it down and look at the few hours before that and think what's happened or what's been on my mind in order for me to worry. What you'll start to do is you'll start to pick up on a pattern So let's just say, for example, you've been worrying about going into work because you've been feeling a bit more anxious recently or something like that, or your work's really busy. You'll start to understand that it could be work and not your relationship, or it could be work and not the lack of exercise. It's just really good to help you pick up on these patterns. And this is my job as a coach, is to spot your patterns, your blind spots. So if you do want to delve in deeper and understand yourself better, then you can work with me. Just even give me a message if you're keen to understand what what I do and how we can work together to help you through all this. Uh, Approach the coach on Instagram. And I can give you a bit more information about my one-on-one Elevating Your Empowerment program. And you can start working on your patterns alone by doing this one challenge. So I have a little exercise for you to do right now. 
Okay, so if you're able to, I want you to think of one of the worst days of your life. Maybe it was a breakup or maybe it was a period where you were grieving. Maybe you had a fallout with a friend. I just want you to think of that situation right now and really delve into it. Can you feel how that feels? It doesn't feel good. Maybe sadness or anger is coming up or frustration or loss. Okay, let's change it up a bit. Now let's think of one of your happiest days of your life. Maybe you were going on holiday. Maybe you were just visiting your family after not seeing them for so long. Or maybe you are just cuddling your partner or your animal on the, the sofa. And you just feel so good. You feel buzzed. You feel loved. You feel happy and connected. Now really tap into it. Really tap into it. Like feel amazing. Feel the buzz. Feel the energy. Okay. Now see what you just done there. You just changed your emotions. You changed your state. Do you know how easy it is to just change your state if you can choose to? You know, and I am the biggest advocate in feeling your emotions. Like I said on a previous episode, I will delve into my sadness. I will sit with it. I will eat chocolate and just be like, ugh, so that the next day I wake up and I'm brand new. And you can really change your state in the split second by changing your thoughts, okay? And on that note, one of my favourite and most powerful quotes is by Victor E. Frankl. And, and he said, everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. And what that means is that no matter what your circumstances are, no matter how horrible they are, we do have a choice. You have a choice. And that one choice is to choose how you think to choose your attitude in that situation. Now, I'm not saying for you to stay in any unsafe environment. Absolutely not. Please seek help if you need it. What I am saying is that we can reframe how we think about certain things, you know? We can reframe past experiences and look for the, the, the learnings in them. Change the way we think about it. We can change our attitude. The perfect example is what we've all just experienced with COVID and for two years of lockdowns and stuff like that. Some of us got really dark and sad and depressed and I totally, totally feel for everyone that did feel like that. It's awful. And of course, I had my times like that too. And you can choose to look at it. You know, a lot of people created business out of it. A lot of people changed their career. A lot of people healed. So your thoughts are really important to how you feel, okay? You can do anything you choose to do. And the final thing I want to say before I get into my weekly gratitude and my goodbyes, I just want to say for you to just, when you are feeling really, really like anxious or sad or angry, once you've like felt the emotion, I want you to get out of your head a little bit, you know, we want to get you into your body. Getting into your body is very feminine energy and the masculine energy is predominantly thinking in the head. So once you've felt all the feelings and you've sort of let them float out of you, just get tap back into your body, you know, whether it's like stroking your arms or just like washing your hands or just really paying attention to your body. And I want you to just start noticing your body, start getting into the feeling a bit more. Getting out of your head can take you out of your thoughts, getting you back into the body. 
Okay, so that was a pretty quick app today. So before we finish up, as you know, one thing I'm grateful for is that I've been doggo sitting. So yeah, my neighbor and my friend has a dog. George Clooney is his name. And I've been looking after him for a few nights. So that's been amazing. He's so needy and loving. And like, I can't even go in the shower without him sitting outside, just like looking at me. And I'm like, oh, love you so much. So yeah, oxytocin boost right there. So what are you grateful for this week? Name three things you're grateful for right now. Yeah. Okay. So I hope this potty today has helped you. Just a tiny, tiny, tiny little smidgen of an insight of how to regulate your emotions. And I really want you to start focusing on this because this is a game changer. So prioritize your emotional regulation skills today, if not for you, for your future relationship and for your future children and family, okay? And I hope you all have the most beautiful week ahead, Earth Angels. Um, I'd like to finish this podcast by acknowledging and paying respect to the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders peoples on the land of which we gather today and pay my respects to their elders past and present. Thank you.